Yeah, sure, or yes, sir. I said yes, yeah, sure. I said yes, yeah, sure. Like I was ready, April. Like I'm, like I'm good to go. Like I got this all covered and down. Like like a professional. April Have you day. not seen Super Troopers? Yeah, yeah. What, why in the meow would you think I haven't seen Super Troopers? I mean, seriously. Why in the meow? <laughs> what? Did you say why in the meow? No, I didn't say why in the meow. <laughs> what in the world, meow, would make you think I'd say such a thing? I swear, it's like, you know what? It's like nobody has seen one of the great comedies of all time, Super Troopers. Eat, drink, smoke. Tony Katz, did we start already? Good to be with you. Eat, drink, smoke. Tony Katz, along with April D. Gregory and Fingers Malloy, uh, where we eat the fine food, drink the fine bourbon, smoke the fine cigars, Blend Bar Cigar, Indianapolis, Indiana, where we broadcast from. And as always, we start with the drink, and it's not bourbon I Listen, I grew up with Jack Daniels as Sour Mash. They refer to it as Tennessee whiskey. What's the difference is one of the great questions. Because bourbon, you know, they, 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 you, you line them up in that same category. But bourbon has to be 51% corn and has to come in a first-use American oak charred barrel. With Jack Daniels, they reuse the barrels. And that is why by... The standard, it's not bourbon. But people throw it in with, oh, yeah, it's, it's a bourbon. No, it is Tennessee whiskey. But we're not doing Jack Daniels, as you know, Jack Daniels. We're not doing the traditional Jack Daniels. We are doing Jack Daniels single barrel, barrel proof Tennessee whiskey. This is 129.8 proof. Now, it changes from from bottle to bottle, barrel to barrel, so the proof could be a little bit different. It could have a couple of uh, uh, hiccups uh, in there. But this, uh, Fingers Malloy, is your kind of, uh, uh, of whiskey, your kind of drink. Depending on who you speak to, you're talking about uh, something uh, that's got a bunch of vanilla, uh, brown sugar kind of notes um, uh, go- going to it. Um, I have had people tell me because I haven't had it yet. What we're about to do now is a first, and we take it neat. We have a we have a cube side, very very hot. And then I've had some people say, "Oh, not cool, easy, easy, a simple uh, uh, a sipping." Um, possibly, uh, you know, we talk about the difference between like a tingling of the tongue and a stinging of the tongue. The stinging of the tongue is what I'm hearing here, but not too hot on the back end. So, I, are you you're a Jack guy? Yeah, uh, but what you keep saying Tennessee whiskey, and, I, and the Chris Stapleton. Mm. Song keeps going through my head. Stapleton. Yeah, that's what I said. You're as smooth yeah. as Tennessee whiskey. Right? Oh, if I could sing like him. Sing like him, take over the world. Take over the world. I love it. And the thing, him at the Grammys with Justin Timberlake is, one of the, is the second best live performance I've ever seen at one of those kinds of events. May, in, certainly in the top three, Bruno Mars doing Runaway Baby. And Chumbawamba. Oh. Oh, who doesn't love a good Chumbawamba? No, it is Tom Petty and Prince, and I think Eric Clapton is in the mix, doing While My Guitar Gently Weeps. is so stunning because you realize that Prince was the best guitar player who ever lived. Right. It's crazy if you've never, ever seen it. So here, let's let's do this. Um, not the traditional battle, uh, bottle either. This is a, it's, it's a nice shape. It's a, a squat bottle. Uh, the Jack Daniels written in there. Now April's not doing it. I, I should say before we begin, April's not not doing it. You're are you just afraid, April? Is that just it? You're just scared? I just don't need this in my life today. <laughs> I know I'm not gonna like it. <laughs> You're crazy. Oh yeah, you are. Oh my gosh. They're right about vanilla. Hold yep. on a second. So we're doing it neat at first. Hold on. Is okay, it? that hits the back of the throat. That does, I'm going to say tingle the, the, the tip of the tongue. It doesn't sting. Is this neat? This is, yeah, this is neat. It this t- is t- easier t- than I thought. It tastes a little chill. It feels a little chilled. It might just be because it's cooler in here today. I guess so. This is, everything they said about vanilla, man, that's dead on. I don't know if I would say caramel, but certainly I would say a, a, a creamy sweet, which I'm going to attribute uh, to, to the vanilla. No, I'm serious. Right. Go ahead, April. You can do it. She got a glass of champagne because it's Mother's Day. 
uh, this weekend, and so she wanted to just start celebrating early. April, you didn't freak. You downed it. You took it all in. It's not bad. That's tea. You were so worried. This is this is surprising. Why are you surprised? Because it has a couple of notes to it, man. It's it 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 plays a lot bigger. I was expecting, you know, that I was expecting because that standard Jack Daniels. Because we usually do higher Daniels. scale bourbons, right? Than Jack Daniels, Fingers Malloy. Jack Daniels single barrel. So anytime you throw something at me with Jack Daniels on the label, I'm going to say <laughs> new no. elitist. That is that is something else. It's just that I got you know I, I want to take it back. There are a couple things going on, but that vanilla is like is all over you. That's really because we've had ones that have had you, that. That's a flavor that comes through a lot, but it, it sometimes mixes with other things, or sometimes you don't get the vanilla, and then you've got like one note of just like pain and anguish. This is mostly in that vanilla category. This is you can totally do this without a cube. You poured yours on the cube. Oh, I, because I just I just like my stuff cold. But what I like about it is you get the vanilla. There's a little sting to the tongue. No burn going down. But there's then no burn going down. You exhale, and you know you just had some. So, a little something, All right, something. that's a good point. You, that's a good you, point. Expe- you do feel it that way. I still feel it on my lips, by the way. Do, do you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could be the meth. Uh, this <laughs> meth mouth. I would if the, if you kept this bottle in the fridge okay. without a cube. I don't know. I don't know. Now, maybe some water would open it up, but this is more because it's not Jack in in terms of as you know it. So maybe my surprise is just. I'm making the comparison, and and that's maybe not acceptable. I should make it in a more broad, in a more broader sense. It's good, it's good. You're not going to mind this. This isn't cheap either. I mean, no. I, I from what I remember, I I I've bought a bottle of this a couple times, and it's fifty bucks a bottle. Yeah, you can find this fifty fifty five dollars a bottle is 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 where you're going to find this. Um, this is uh, be- just better than I thought. Is 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 really what it is? Is it, is it worth buying a bottle? Yeah. Like good, this would be a good gift bottle, right? For some, for a, but That's, I don't know if it's a good gift bottle for a Jack fan. This I've it's actually not Jack. when I bought this, it's because during the holiday season you'll get a gift pack, and it'll be sometimes it'll be cheaper than the, the normal bottle, and it'll include a couple rocks glasses. That's how I got introduced to this stuff. I I really enjoy it. Now this comes, you you might see this in a couple places, and you might see it with the uh, the black label. The one we've got is the gold label, so it might be something you want to look for to and. And there might be a, a, a difference there. I don't know what that is, but enjoyable, like way more so than I thought. Because because when we for, when I first told April this is what we're drinking, she said, "Are you blanking kidding me? Why 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 do you hate me? Why don't you just punch my daughter in the face?" That's exactly oh what she said. Like she was angry about it, and you should see her. Like when she does a a bourbon, like she'll she'll kind of like shudder, like like a dog coming in from the rain and just trying to get a little dry. The whole body goes into a convulsion. Can we just lay it all on the table here? What? It's because it's Tennessee whiskey. She has a problem with Tennessee and Kentucky. Anything from those two states doesn't want to have anything to do with it. You have a problem with Tennessee? Elitist. There, I said it. Wait, you have a problem with Tennessee? I, have, I don't have a problem with any state. Then wh- I just okay. have a problem with their Jack Daniels. And you have a problem with Kentucky? The ones that are like Kentucky whiskey. <laughs> she has a problem with Kentucky bourbon. Tony, do you have to say it like that? <laughs> Kentucky. <laughs> Wildcats suck. <laughs> Rick Pitino is a criminal. Yeah. <laughs> like, is that? Is, that was a pretty good impression. <laughs> pretty good. You got any Matt Bevan jokes? Because how many Kentucky governor jokes can you have? Um, this is really interesting. And, and way different than I thought it was going to be. We'll get into more of that and see how it kind of plays through the, through the rest of the podcast. I start uh, the champagne's fantastic. Thanks for asking. Oh, that's right. You are, Can we you talk know, about you, me for a minute? <laughs> you guys have been talking about whiskey you, for you are. She, she does, minutes here. By the way, is that a champagne? That's not a champagne flute. That's more of a Chardonnay glass. It is, yeah. That right. they've got their champagne in. So I, maybe that's more champagne for you. Mm-hmm. You're the only person I know, we've discussed this before, who drinks champagne uh, like, like it's Red Bull. You're like, oh yes, more please, and f- and fill the fill the fridge and get it done. So, mm-hmm. is this a specific kind? Because I know n- I know nothing about Honestly, the fine I'm, champagne. I have no idea what they have. You just were like champagne. It, I think it's just it's a prosecco. A, it's a fantastic brand called House. Right. House. So just a, just a bubbly wine. 
So if I give if I if I pour you a Pinot and just add some Mm-mm. seltzer, you'll be like, that's fine. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I do not like white wine. I like champagne because it's super dry and bubbly, but I do not like white wine. Is that right? Yep. Too su- too too sweet. Usually too sweet. Yeah. I could do like a Pinot Grigio every once in a while if I have to. But you know, you have to have to get through. <laughs> Hashtag first world problems. That's you're totally all set. Oh my god. You're totally you're totally there. Are, by the way, are you all right? April, I mean, before and people have been asking, are, are you okay? They're worried about you out there in the in in the world. Are you doing well? I'm all right. Are you having yeah. problems? No. Just Anything we can help you with? Stressed out some days. What's going on? Why are you stressed? Why are you stressed? Tell us. Just busy. Just <laughs> life. Life has me stressed out. I, I'm, I just want you to know that, that you have friends, and um, if you could just. Go through your problems quickly, and then we can get on to other things. Why Just won't in, wh- that'll be great? Why won't you let us in? <laughs> By the way, try that on the rock. See what you think. I'll take right, what the the. All right, here's Jack. I feel it's all rock. just communal here. We just oh. share everything. No, no, it ruins it. It, it totally. Is, it it, it, it totally. The the rock has completely changed. Now we use the large rock here. Completely diluted it. Yeah. There's a little bit of vanilla at the end. Um, if if you want. It not to have any like power whatsoever. Do that, and it's that has bad, only been on a huge cube for three or four minutes. Yeah, and already a lot of the vanilla and it's that gone. Burn is gone. Absolutely gone. No, 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 I'm just, I'm gonna stick with it. Neat here. I want to take you to Utah because in Utah, do you have I, to? Well, listen uh, for the view. Oh gosh, I love. It. Have you ever been to Zion National Park? No, you got to go to Zion. I did. Uh, before I moved to Indianapolis, I was living in L.A. My parents were living in Vegas at the time. Drove to Vegas with the family, spent a couple days, and then we took a vacation before moving to Indianapolis and starting the radio career. And so uh, did Zion and then did uh, Cedar Breaks, which are national parks. And Zion is gorgeous, remarkable. Can't wait to go back. But Zion is easy because you're, you're in uh, the, the, the canyon, if you will. Uh, you're looking up usually at things, and it's amazing. Got to Cedar Breaks, which is a very tiny Grand Canyon, you can call it, <laughs> but still uh, so big. I forget there was another one too. Maybe it wasn't Cedar Breaks. It's another place I can't remember. So frightening to me. I lost my legs. Could not walk. I I, I always knew that heights were a little off with me. I, the kids, my wife. Oh, they're walking. Some kids are sitting. Not mine. Uh, uh, with, the, with their feet dangling. Trying to take a selfie for Instagram. Oh, dear God. I couldn't do it. I could not do it. My wife had to walk with, with, with one of my, my kids to, to like traverse, and the other one stayed with me. I could, could not walk it. I didn't know I had that problem. Until, but, but gorgeous. And I, love, I love mountains, and I love uh, the, the, the view. But in, in Utah, they, it's, it's not like so restrictive. They allow karaoke. Didn't know. If you knew that the, that that Mormons love karaoke, because I think that people think Utah, they think Mormons. That's mm-hmm. it. They think Mitt Romney, and 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 that's the end. But there's a uh, the liquor officials there are saying that if you're even a karaoke venue or an axe throwing business, no beer, because the state law doesn't actually allow it to happen. Now the axe throwing places, that's a new phenomenon. They're freaking everywhere. Do you understand that? Throw axe throwing? Yeah, at a bar. Well, uh, no, at a bar, no. I don't understand how you mix that with alcohol at all. I don't even know how that's legal. And I'm a guy who believes that there should be, you know, very few laws. I have no idea how you can tell somebody, yeah, sure, you take these axes and you go over there and you throw them at that giant chunk of wood that we painted a bullseye on. By the way, would you like a bourbon? I don't, I have, there's no other place in society where you're like, here's a sharp object and alcohol. And there was a, a video that went viral on Facebook a few weeks ago of this blonde girl. <laughs> she threw the axe and, of course, leading up to the wall, it's con- it was a concrete floor. The axe bounced off the concrete floor. She totally, completely blew the throw. Bounced off the concrete floor, skipped up to the wall, and then headed right back at her head. She had to duck. Had to duck. And right there, I saw that video. I was like, well, that's the end of this. Holy crap, no way. <laughs> yeah. Didn't hit her, but came close oh my god really and i've never seen that i didn't I, that's a weird situation like why would the room be set up so that something could ricochet back at you well, right. because I, that I, can't be the first i time don't think it's a question of the room set up it's a question of of the 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 
axe itself and the weight and how it was thrown and the velocity well, the you, I mean, and everything else. If you go to a gun range, it's set up so that nothing's coming back at you. So I think they need to set up the axe rooms. <laughs> like, so it should, it should be no more absorption. Of anybody getting <laughs> absorption to it. Well, I can get it. I can see that in an axe throwing place. And, and it's, it's stunning. The State Liquor Commission there said that the Salt Lake City Heart and Soul, S-E-O-U-L, the nod to Korea, uh, karaoke and Ogden Social Axe Throwing said they might qualify as recreational amenities under current state statute. Statute They won't because you, there's this new law that's been passed and it says specific businesses can, that can have recreational beer licenses. Axe throwing, whatever. I think if you drink and you're throwing an axe... It's on you. I don't. I, I don't feel like you're to, asking I, I for trouble. Clear. I don't want to regulate it. I just don't want to hear the horror story of how you lost three fingers. I don't. I. I don't want to be in the room with drunk strangers throwing axes. No, not at all. But drunk strangers singing karaoke. Only place I want to be. <laughs> <laughs> only place I, I want to be. Karaoke is fun, and you have to be drunk to enjoy it. How? What? what, what on the Eat Drink Smoke Facebook page, April. I think you posted. Uh, how can you have karaoke without beer? Yeah. How is that even possible? How is it possible? But it's... it's. Do people karaoke sober? No. Uh, not, no one good. And Well, or it's the people who think they're good and they take themselves very seriously. I'm a karaoke legend. There's. I'm familiar, but you're also not sober. By the way, people don't know this. You really are. Like, you can sing. Oh, there, and there are videos of me doing prints. The falsetto, the whole nine yards. Kiss. Yeah. I, uh... Got range, Tony. I can do a prince. And have you ever got, Have you ever uh, met anybody and had a sexual interlude because of your karaoke prowess? Well, uh, have anybody ever offered? Not that you've accepted. Has anybody ever offered? Has anyone ever said, "Wow, you can really sing. Allow me to enjoy you." The ladies love the fingers Malloy karaoke. That's what he's asking. That's what I'm asking. <laughs> I, it never happens because I, I care about my art. Oh, <laughs> Tony, and I'm I'm focused on my music, so I don't let all the noise, yeah. the outside yeah. distractions. You're in the zone when you walk into the karaoke bar. Karaoke. You are in the zone, right? It's the the part of this story that I that I immediately took to is that there are 14 specific recreational amenities in which beer can be served. You got bowling alleys, golf courses, pool halls, ski resorts, government-owned concert venues. They all made the list, but karaoke and axe throwing did not. So my question is, can't we learn from this that having a list of enumerated places and groups that can have certain rights is indeed exclusionary to other groups? See what I did there? I social justified justified the karaoke because that's exactly what happened. So now they're left out. So now what? Do they have to wait? I don't know what Utah rules are. Do they have to wait for a whole other session in order to be able to, to sell a beer? They're out of business. Because someone decided a list was necessary to spell out exactly what, would, what could work here. I'm trying to think of maybe a kid's birthday party. I'm trying to think of any event where I have seen karaoke where booze hasn't been served. I, I, I can't think of one off the top of my head. So uh, if I understand it right, you could have a bar that's a bar and also have karaoke. But if you're a karaoke bar that wants to have, let's say, a beer-only license, that's where they're saying, sorry, you don't qualify. But what, what type of behavior do they think goes on at a karaoke bar that would make it a bad idea to have? That's just it. They didn't think that question through. And, and, and never mind that I, I might disagree with the very concept of that question. Right? They didn't think any part of that through. They just came up with a damn list, and they were going to show you how smart they were by having a list, and they left people off the list. And now, what? People are going to be completely, completely out? It could have been someone like a, a karaoke hater April D. Gregory coming up with this list. And the only way around this is that if you change the makeup of your business, so beer is 15% or less of annual receipts. The way now... There, yes, so that's a huge thing with food to, to, to alcohol sales and how people, how that, that bullcrap kind of mix works. Here's how you get away with it. You sell beer, right, as, as, as you normally do. But let's say you want something to eat. Let's say you put on the menu Fritos, bag of Fritos, 15 bucks. That's how you get around it. You make the food... Uh, so much more expensive in in that way, and that's how that's one of the ways you can get it done. It's crazy. 
It's it's like everybody knows that the system is 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 ridiculous. Everyone's got to play now this game to be involved in the system, and we think somehow more laws are going to make us healthy or or safe or good. Laws, more laws make us make it make it more possible for us to be criminals, or more laws prevent us from being able to 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 engage in commerce and, and live our lives. That's what they do. That's what they do. It's nuts. I'll say something. Uh kind of on topic but off of this discussion about Utah and just a broader discussion about karaoke. I want to be a, the voice of the people here, Tony. Oh, you're a good man. And I'm sure people right now who are fans of yours who listen to this show want to know, what is Tony Katz? What is his go-to song when he karaoke's? Do you have a go-to song? Wait, when do you, you karaoke? Well, he just said I, karaoke's fun and, and it's I a do. blast when you're, you're, you know, you're drinking. Do you have a go-to that song where it's karaoke's. like, okay... Tony, you have to sing a song. What is it? Uh, it is Old Black Water by the Doobie Brothers. It, 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 it is my song. I never would have guessed that. It, it, no. no, I should have made you guess. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> Can't unring that bell. It is. It is Old Black Water by the Doobie Brothers. I don't Brothers. know the song. Do I know the song? Um, Give me Built a couple of It's ready for floating. No. Oh, Mississippi keeps calling my name. Old Black Water. Keep on rolling. Mississippi mm. Moon, won't you keep on shining oh, on yeah, me? Yeah, okay. Yeah, keep oh, she, on shining your she light. She could not be more gonna impressed. Gonna make everything. Pretty mama gonna make everything all right. Yeah, that's that. Okay. It's fun. All that right. that song's good. Because it, you can like bring people in with you, and people can do the chorus. You can do like different parts. That's why I always I'm just not it. buying the fact that you karaoke. I don't buy it. I don't buy that you go to a karaoke bar and karaoke. I, I, I'm not buying that we've been doing this podcast for almost a year, and you still don't know how to talk into a microphone. Thank you. I'm not buying it. <laughs> I'm not buying it at all. I'm trying to rest on the t- rest of my hand. What happened to you last night? A lot of s- alcohol. Oh, are you hungover? <laughs> uh-huh. You're not having the Jack beat, not because you don't like Jack. <laughs> you liar. Oh, my God, you filthy, filthy, disgusting liar. It's not because of Jack. <laughs> it's because you're wasted and hungover. That's the problem. People are walking by like, oh, my God. I didn't know April D. Lott. Oh. She's You're like, oh, I can't drink that. Oh, I've always hated Jack Daniels. No, you didn't. <laughs> no, I do hate Jack So wait, so what did you drink last night? All the, all the things. <laughs> I mean, happy hour started at 3 p.m., so. All right, get, name, name for me three things you drank last night. Um, grapefruit margaritas is what I start with. Stop. Oh, at Bruce Chris. Stop. Stop. Hold on. We're going to have a moment. Here, we're sidebar fingers, Malloy. Sidebar. Uh, did April just say grapefruit? Margaritas. Did I, she just say grapefruit margaritas? Yeah, and I just threw up in my mouth a little. They're, grapefruit. They're really good. We're talking about the worst fruit. Excuse us, April. Yeah. We're talking here. We're talking about the worst fruit in the world. Utah should ban it. Right? <laughs> it's like a karaoke bar. It, <laughs> Gary Goldman had it right. This is, that is disgusting. Why would you ruin a margarita? Wait, did you put salt on the rim, April? Yes. Okay. Uh, sidebar. Uh, salted grapefruit margarita. Wouldn't you think they would put sugar on that? Uh, that that's an option, but you, I like salt. Excuse us. It's we're not talking. that fruity, truly. T- you know what? We know it's grapefruit. We're, you know, we're going to have to do an episode of the most disgusting drinks. That's yeah. clear. And that's going to be the top of the list. Okay, back to you, April. Um, you, you had the grapefruit margarita. Yes. Sounds lovely. Yeah. Uh, what else? What were two other things you drank last night? Fireball? Cab. Cab. Okay, just a Cabernet Sauvignon. Yeah. Just had, so you, you mixed the grapefruit margarita with red wine uh-huh. because you have a sophisticated palate. Right. And and, uh, and and what was one more thing? Vegas bombs. Hold on. I don't know what Hold that on. is. I'm going online right now. I don't want to Hold know on. what this is. Fingers, I'm, uh, don't tell us, April. Don't, okay. don't, I, there I has need to the be Jagermeister involved. No. I need, okay, I have right here the Vegas bomb recipe. I'm advising you, don't try this at home. And if you know anybody who does, divorce them. Um, the Vegas bomb. Contains three liquors. Oh, you are a disgusting person. Oh, my God. Are you ready? There's no fireball there's, in it. There's please. no fireball in it. Good. Okay. I'm going to name you one of the th- ingredients in a Vegas bomb. You name for me the other two. One of the ingredients, Crown Royal Canadian whiskey. Crown Royal okay. is part of a Vegas bomb. Name the other two things. I will give you a hint. Red Bull. Okay. And what's your other choice? Vodka. Okay, that that is a no. That is a no. Um, a Vegas bomb. By the way, she had a grapefruit margarita <laughs> with salt 
a glass of Cabernet. When I say glass, no. I mean three bottles. Uh, right. Yeah. And uh, yeah, more accurate. you're not even, you're like admitting, like, I totally have it. <laughs> like totally I said, I wasn't paying. So. Right. Uh, listen, bottles, boxes, didn't matter. Um, and Vegas bombs. How many Vegas bombs did you have? Two. Okay. A Vegas bomb. Um, and you drop it into the beer, right? You drop no. it. Mm-mm. Oh, you just had them straight? You just had yeah, 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 straight yeah. shots? Yeah, those aren't dropped into Canadian beer. whiskey, peach schnapps, Malibu rum. And Red Bull. You oh so wait you, with Red Bull. Oh my God, you got the Red Bull right. You got the I only had the three things in there with Red Bull. Mm-hmm. So it's Crown, Peach Schnapps, Malibu Rum, and Red Bull. That's a Vegas bomb. How are you standing? You are real like like you can you can actually party. The funny thing is, if we brought an outsider in and said. One of these people at this table needs to have an intervention. <laughs> I'm guessing it wouldn't have been her. Oh my gosh, April! What? I'm I yeah, am I guess a little torn as to what's more disgusting. Is it indeed the Vegas bomb, or is it the beef sheet? Um, there are are a group of people out there who are now doing a beef sheet. Um, which is a beef sushi. Basically, they're taking rice and they're wrapping it around different levels of meat. And I'm not disgusted by beef or rice. If you want to have turkey, like, like, like sliced turkey and rice or roast beef or whatever, that's fine. I'm disgusted by the name beef she. Mm-hmm. Beef she is disgusting as a name. Because basically, they're like creating pinwheels. Like you would, like, you know, if you, you know, like the wrap you get a cream Costco. cheese. Yeah. Yeah. Like all that kind of stuff, ham and cream cheese. Yeah, eh, I, I didn't grow up that way. Yeah, oh, Mr. Fancy Pants over here. I'm just saying, there never was no, had the ham there, and cream there was, cheese. There was no ham in the kosher house I grew up in. <laughs> oh, there's that. What am I supposed? What am I supposed to do? <laughs> At what point in your life did you turn to pork? Um, when I realized that it was good. Um, ba- listen, bacon. The only thing Jews ever got wrong. I've said it. I've said it many times. I'm not gonna. I'm not going back now. Not at all. There's nothing wrong with the idea, right? You, you want to wrap it up that way. If you even want to wrap it in seaweed, feel free. Knock yourselves out. Beef she is a disgusting, disgusting name. So what's more disgusting, everybody? The name beef she or an actual Vegas bomb? Let us know. Uh, please. Uh, on, on Twitter, go eat, drink, smoke. You got to let us know. And by the way, follow Go Eat, Drink, Smoke. And subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Eat, Drink, Smoke on iTunes. Subscribe. A five-star review is necessary. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. It is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Tony Katz, April D. Gregory. Fingers Malloy, a blend bar cigar, Indianapolis, Indiana. And thanks to our sponsor, Fanimation. Love the fans from Fanimation. Really incredible stuff based right here in Indiana, but they are sold all over the country. Fanimation.com, the craftsmanship, the quality. They do incredible work. And here at Blend, if you ever check out the videos that we do on Facebook, uh, Tony Katz Radio, Facebook.com slash Tony Katz Radio, the fans, you always see them in the background. They're used here at Blend. They move the air great, make everything feel comfortable. If they can move the air in a cigar lounge, they're going to take great care of your living room uh, or your family room. you got to check it out for yourself. That's Fanimation, Fanimation.com. Appreciate them being a part of what we do. Let's get into the smoke. One of my favorite people uh, is, uh, oh, is Nat Sherman. I, I shouldn't say favorite that. people. It's like, you know, I'm talking about the, the company. Nat Sherman does great cigars, and part of it is the experience. So if you're in Manhattan, 42nd, it is the townhouse. It's an, it, that's exactly what it is. It's the Nat Sherman townhouse, and in, 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 in the midst of all of this, this, these buildings, in the midst of all of this uh, construction, uh, it's, it's what? It's just this little place. And you walk in, and you're just transported back some of the best service you will ever, ever get in a cigar lounge is at uh, the Nat Sherman Townhouse, aside from Blend. <laughs> the Nat Sherman Townhouse is incredible. And this is the Timeless Supreme. This is a box press. This is what used to be known as the Timeless Nicaraguan. 
um, is is what it was. This is a Nicaraguan wrapper. The origin is is all uh, Nicaragua. Um, and you know I love Nicaraguan tobacco. I love the creaminess of those, the leathers of those, those kinds of, of feels that you get, especially in this, the cream, the cocoa, that kind of stuff. It's remarkable, just remarkable. As a box press, though, this is a big, big, big puppy. I got to tell you, this is not uh, uh, messing around here uh, in terms of size. Uh, overall length, um, this is, this is uh, what would you call this? Six and a half is where I think I'd be now. With a box, how do you explain ring gauge, right? The only way I can say it is you've got to be thinking like 56, 58, 60 in the, in the ring gauge. This is a big pup, and it feels much different uh, in the mouth. It really and truly does. It's, it's a, just a different feeling overall because you almost feel like you want to bite it. You, you do. Now, we're doing it with a V-cut, which is a deep gouge into uh, the cigar itself. It's, it's the idea of, of kind of intensifying the draw a, a little bit uh, is what we're doing here. Flavor-wise, could not be happier. Mm. Could not be happier at all. And, and I'm not trying to be, make the joke here, April. I'm asking about how it feels. Because so much of a cigar is about feel. It is about comfort. Right? I don't like the 60s, the 62s. It's too much. It's too much. Can't, can't really enjoy it. Uh, it the the, the mouthfeel, if you want to call it that, uh, for as funny as it is. But it's true. It's totally true. Where are you on this, April? Um, about the feel, it's, it's just odd to hold in your fingers because it's very thick and uh, square. So, right, I can get that. Feel wise, it, it's not one that I'm going to. You can't. You can't do it on the flat. You got to turn it. It's just not. It's just you know. I don't know. It's not one. I like ones I can just handle easily. Are you? Are you done? Are you done? I don't know how to you, describe what I'm trying to say. I've, no, no, I've, I've held back seven tees. <laughs> Did you hold them all in? <laughs> Try it, to. It's true though that that when when you get to these these different things, no good way to talk. No good you, way to you talk get into like it it, it. it changes your experience, and therefore, if you're not used to it, it can be annoying. Uh, I happen to be a, a fan of uh, the box press. I like um, the uh, Rocky Patel Cameroon does a box press that I just adore on, on every single level. So I, I like this. The flavor of this is what I like. The draw on this is incredibly, incredibly easy. Mm, that's solid stuff. Now it's Mother's Day. So first things first, uh, April D. Gregory, a very happy Mother's Day. Um, Thank you. Uh, we got you champagne. Oh, the best. Which, of course, you're drinking because, not because you have any problem with the Jack Daniels and uh, the Barrel Proof um, Tennessee whiskey that we're doing, which I, where did mine go? Don't take, don't, don't take. Oh, take like you were going to drink any more of it. Oh, please. stop it. Stop pretending you know anything about my manhood. My God. Mm. Mm. Oh, it tastes like love. Um, April started by saying, of course, you know, I, uh, I, I, I don't enjoy Jack, but no, she loves Jack. She's just totally hungover. Totally hungover. And we asked one of the bartenders here at Blend, hey, do you know what a Vegas bomb is? And they're like, yes. And we're like, is it good? And they're like, unfortunately, yes, it is good. I told you. But it's like a hangover in a glass. And that's where April D. Gregory is right now. So that's happy Mother's Day. Thank you. We're not going to abuse you too much over this. You've got, your, you've got your fine champagne. I want to talk about Australia because they have ruined Mother's Day. And they've ruined it by not having it. There's a primary school, shouldn't say all of Australia, but there's a primary school in Australia that has renamed Mother's Day because it might offend children without a mom. We're not talking about mom has passed. If you have two dads, you don't have a mom, so therefore Mother's Day will give you all the sads, and therefore it shouldn't be allowed. There, I don't I'm know. pretty sure the statement from them said, for whatever reason, you do not have a mom. You honestly think it's because of kids who may have lost their, their mother to some kind of, of, of illness or, or tragic accident? Do you honestly think I that that's like what I feel like those kids might have a hard time on Mother's Day. You're t they're elementary school kids. I'm not saying that they're not going to have a hard time. Why should other kids whose mother a is alive lot? or actually a mom um, be, be uh, told they can't have it? I don't, I'm not interested in equality. Sorry. Why, why should they suffer? And this is the conversation. We've taken political correctness to a level of ugly that now what? A standard 
Mother's Day can't happen because it's going to offend somebody, you may not have your mom. I, I feel for you. And that happened. But to say because I don't have or because I have two dads or however it is, you can't have this? No. That's... I'm not. I am you not. You can the other have way whatever you want. They're just not going to have a school-sanctioned Mother's Day event. That's wrong. Why can't we say that that's wrong? Why? Can't There's a lot of kids in this world that don't have a, the situation where they're being raised by their grandmother or their grandparents. And you know? I don't have Christmas. And you all get presents. And by choice, you're not and having Christmas. Fat guys come to visit. When fat guys Sorry, come to visit I'm just going to err on the side car. of being compassionate, and I don't think this is... With all due respect, I don't think you're being compassionate. I think you're being incredibly uh, insulting and de- derisive uh, towards... Uh, well, I'm the one here that's a mother, so... Well, what does that matter? I have a mother. What, is, what, what, what does that matter? Fingers, you don't have a mother. How do you feel? Wow. His mother has passed away. I know. That doesn't mean he doesn't have a mother. Oh, is there a heart beating inside <laughs> I, of you right how does now? Mother's, how is Mother's Day for you now I that you don't? And so that's what I'm saying. You know, because you know how these kids go through that don't have moms. I can't even. I, fingers, it's all you. No, I'm, I'm being I, dead if, serious if right I now. If I had feelings, I would be upset right now. <laughs> I'm but asking no, for I, your I, take I, and your insight. <laughs> we all know that, and very unfortunately, you lost your mother. And it, it's a very... Horrific circumstance. Well, uh, let me say this. I think that Mother's Day uh, every year is a constant reminder uh, to people like me uh, to try to convey to people who still have their mothers with them uh, to cherish the moments that you have with your mother because you never know when she will be taken away. Mm-hmm. So I, it, it saddens me that this is going on in Australia. By the way, they call Australia the land down under, Tony. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, but it, uh, it, does, that. it does sadden me. But you're, you're seeing stuff like this where schools are, are, are really going over the top with we can't offend any of our students. I mean, you, you've seen this in the United States where... Uh, there are schools that don't want Christmas and Santa discussed because some of the students in class may be a little bit more well off, and they'll be like, "Well, why did uh, why did Santa bring Timmy a wait. hoverboard, but I only got a, a deck of Uno cards?" You know, so hey, wait, wait, is that serious? Oh yeah, you've seen. I it. have never heard that discussed. Are people? There's a conversation that you shouldn't have Christmas because somebody might get more gifts. Yeah, the whole discussion of Santa because why is Santa bringing uh, Timmy? something that costs a lot more than what Sally got. And so you're, you're making mm-hmm. Sally feel bad because Santa cares more about I don't think the conversation is don't have Christmas. It's just the, the we're not going to discuss Santa. it at school. Because why is Santa bringing this uh, kid a, a better gift that costs more than Sally? I mean, these are the kind of things that are happening in schools. And it's... it's just it's when disturbing. I think it can't shock me, there you go. I had never, ever heard that story. So based on that analysis, April, do we get rid of Christmas in schools? What do you mean by get rid of Christmas in schools? Not, sh- not share it in the schools. Not talk about it in the schools. Nobody can wear the red floppy hat. I don't know. I just don't know. D- it depends on the situation. First of all... Speaking as a mother. The school... <laughs> it's the school district's decision, right? <laughs> Look, that's, this is how it comes down to, and this is how we all should want this. We want each school making their own decisions for the kids in that school. And if you don't like it, then you go join the PTA. But telling somebody how to run their school is no different than me telling you how to run your business. Like, my kids are there, and I'm making the decision, and I want the our problem. school board to make our decision for how our school is run. And if you don't like their decision, you get on the school board or uh, move your kid to a different school. But and if that's what that school chose for them, okay, fine. So here, you got but, schools but, but, in Indianapolis where kids can't afford stuff. So no, okay, if they want to take the whole, we're going to talk about Christmas gifts out of school, fine, do it. First of all, absolutely not. Jewish kid in a, in a world that celebrated Christmas, and you know what you learned? They celebrate Christmas and it's okay. And never once was there a question of, man, they got more gifts than me. I never had that conversation come up. Because, listen, Hanukkah's a non-holiday. Hanukkah's a non-holiday. The only reason it gets celebrated uh, in, in the U.S. is because Christmas is here and it's around the same time. Oh, it's, it's like the Jewish Christmas. It really isn't. 
It really and truly isn't. There's fried potatoes and there's socks. That's it. And then like, there's that's like, dreidels, right? That doesn't look like a fun. Why game do to play you look all. so angry when you say that? Like disgusted. At least it doesn't look fun. And, look and then you I, have to spin yeah, that, that top made of clay. Yeah, Why is it made of clay? What are you afraid of plastic? Why aren't you people in the now? It's 2019. Your imitation to me is spot on. Right? <laughs> Thank you. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. You want to hear my uh, impression of April? Why do you have Christmas at all? <laughs> You're so evil. Evil, I, I say. I love Christmas. Uh, I no. want everybody to have a Christmas. <laughs> yeah, but you just don't want them to talk about it. I want them to do... I want them to talk about it. But I don't want you to tell me how to run my anything. The po- First of all, I don't want to tell you how to run your anything. If I did, I would have warned you against all the Vegas bomb shots <laughs> last night. No, this isn't about the schools deciding. This is about the public shaming that goes on from wackadoo groups out there that decide they can engage legal battles because somehow you're harming a child. This is about whether or not we raise kids who are resilient, whether we raise kids who are capable of dealing with differences or not getting the same and being okay with it, being thankful for what they got. The expression in in my house from my wife, I had never heard this expression. I didn't grow up with it. She's been using it for years. You get what you get and you don't get upset. That's that's the not how it goes. goes. No, that's not how it goes at all. That, you get you, what you get. You don't get upset. No, you don't. Oh no, it's you, you get, get what you get. And you don't throw a fit. You don't. No, it goes. What? You what? get what you get, and you don't pitch a fit. Pitch a fit. Why would get rhyme with fit? Because you say you say it like get. You get what you get, and you don't pitch like a fit. like get or done. Dude, did we just have like our first Midwest colloquialism fight? What the? Sponsored by Reese's. <laughs> oh, no. I, I have the... <laughs> it's Reese's, April. I said it right. Your art argument is how I... You're the worst. But no. it's the truth. The whole problem is, is that if, if you don't teach kids, hey, sometimes you didn't get what the other kid got. The other kid I got don't, an Xbox I don't agree with the premise that underwear. you have to let a child get hurt to teach them a lesson. How are they getting hurt? Explain how they're getting hurt. No, no joke. Because this is, this is, we just saw a school shooting in Colorado, and one kid died. That kid is a damn hero. That's an unbelievable story of Kendrick and, and how he rushed the shooter, and others did. Incredible story. And the reason that these, these two students came in to start shooting, revenge, what made fun of, got picked on, revenge. We have a resilience problem in America. The kids are not resilient because of, of lawnmower parenting, which is, I, I think, one of the great expressions of all time. I don't know if you ever heard the expression lawnmower. There's helicopter parenting, right, where you hover, and you're always around them. Lawnmower parenting is where you take out all the obstacles in front of them to make it easy. Well, if they've never had any obstacles, how are they supposed to deal with anything? The greatest example of lawnmower parenting, Felicity Huffman and Lori Laughlin and Becky from Full House in spending what well, she spent half a million dollars to get her daughters into USC when one of her daughters had a career and didn't even need college. She was uh, on her way to being a beauty star on Instagram and now lost all her deals because mom is a criminal. Thanks, mom. S- seriously. Why in the world did the daughter have to go to USC? I bet she's having a horrible Mother's Day tomorrow. Oh. I wonder if her child even sends a card. No. Thanks kid, for nothing. Kid wants out. Kid wants gone. Kid is. I mean, I, I'm. I'm curious whether or not. Uh, I think Olivia Jade is her name. Whether or not she's able to get back any of that uh, career. Oh but it is true. We take out the roadblocks. We take out the quote unquote hardships. We take out the lessons where yeah, sometimes you don't get what the other person gets. It's okay. That's all right. That's the way it goes. And you can rise above it. Be thankful for what you have. We've taken that away. This conversation about Mother's Day isn't about insulting kids who've lost their mom. It isn't about insulting kids who don't have a family with a mom. There are mothers out there and we're saying, hey, we recognize you. What's the big deal? Well, the thing is, too, when you're you're talking about lawnmower parenting, it can open up a, a broader discussion of how parenting has changed from generation to generation. The things that my parents let me do I, during the summer, I would leave the house at 9 o'clock in the morning. I wouldn't come back until dark. Dark. Be home by dark. We played pickup baseball all day. We would go out in the woods and light fires in the woods. And, and now you have parents. <laughs> With their homework. Yeah, and, yeah. Now you have parents that don't want <laughs> their kids to ride a bike three or four blocks away from right. the house when they're in seventh and eighth grade. You know, it's like, we can't have, oh my gosh, they, they, 
may run into some bad teenagers or, or, or worse. And it's like, geez, when we were young, we ran into bad teenagers all I the mean, time. I mean, when you were six, you had to walk a mile to school. I mean. <laughs> That's right. But it's amazing how parenting has changed in, in, in just a few years. Yeah, the, the, the fear factor yeah. has changed. And part of that is the cultural factor, which says your job is to somehow make it easy as opposed to preparing your kid for what comes next. It is the preparation that's lost, and preparation comes from learning how to deal with small and large issues. I can't do anything about the fact that, that Fingers Malloy lost his mother. I should not celebrate my, my mom because his feelings might get hurt. I demand that Fingers Malloy be able to handle that. I demand it. Hold on. Fingers, handle it. I thought I handled it really well when she stepped on my heart by reminding you, you know, my mom's not going to be here for Mother's Day this year. No, no, I, no, no. He, she didn't say that. That would have been nice. April D. Gregory told you, you don't even have a mom. Yeah. That's what she said. I don't, I don't want, maybe that's a Midwestern thing too. I don't, I don't want to, you know, pull that away from the whole group here. Maybe you guys need to learn a lesson to deal with just words. And if you want to get offended, that's the thing. That's the problem. Maybe you were just... I don't know. Did you just call snowflakes? Yes. What just happened? You are Jesus. okay with doing away with Mother's Day and Christmas. I am not okay I'm with doing either. I am not. Kids shouldn't uh, celebrate Christmas or talk about Mother's Day, but, uh, you know, no, fingers, if- your mom died. <laughs> we all know it. Oh Horse Soldier Bourbon, proud sponsor <laughs> of Eat, Drink, Smoke, until this episode. You could actually hear them scrambling to cancel a contract right now. Horse Soldier Bourbon is absolutely incredible. The story of the horse soldiers are the men who were dropped into Afghanistan after September 11th to go after Al-Qaeda. They were dropped in, and the only way to get to the bad guys was by horseback. First time soldiers had ridden horses into battle since the cavalry. Uh, and the, since the Civil War. Those who survived uh, said, listen, we want to do something together. We want to do something for our families. We want to do something that gives us joy, that, that makes us proud. And they decided they were going to distill and make horse soldier bourbon. And they didn't just say, all right, listen, we've got this cool story. Let's put our name on something. They went about learning from experts. They went about traveling the globe and learning about distilling. And they still practice their craft and visit others and learn other practices. Horse soldier bourbon comes in an array of of styles. It's fantastic. AmericanFreedomDistillery.com or check your local liquor store for it. It's really incredible. And when you see that bottle, when you see that horse soldier bourbon bottle, know that that bottle is cast from the, the, the mold for that is from the steel of the wreckage of September 11th. Every part of what they do tells a very unique and incredible story, a weeded bourbon that really should be in your liquor cabinet. A great gift with graduations great coming gifts. up. Yeah. You want horse Mother's soldier Day. bourbon. Mo- yes, Mother's Day, April D. Gregory. Father's you Day. Get, you get mom. A bottle of horse soldier bourbon for Mother's Day, and and she will actually think you're better than your brother, even if he's a doctor. Thanks, Mom. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to get so personal. Horse soldier bourbon. <laughs> uh, AmericanFreedomDistillery.com. They're fantastic people. Is there the something res- we need to talk about here? No, 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 no. There's, there's really, there's really no hour? problem. There's really no problem. No, no, no. My mother treated us equally. She, she really, <laughs> she really did. The resiliency conversation is everything. It is the way to save the country, April. And I can't sit idly by anybody who's like, no, 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 we have to make it a little bit easier. There's this never-ending number of things. Like somehow we've got to change or, or, or not celebrate or not talk about. It's like, it's like the very concept of Christmas in school. I grew up, Christmas was celebrated in school. My mom used to come in for Passover. Um, uh, that's that's when we eat the crackers, April. Is Just, it the matzah? It, it is. Oh, look at that! Look at that! She's learning, everybody. Um, and she would come in and like like with a whole like seder plate. And for my class, she'd like kind of walk them through it, and everybody liked it because they got chocolate covered matzah. But just as a way of explaining, because when she moved to New Jersey out of Brooklyn, she was the only Jew she knew. You know, and don't get me wrong, there were there were, there were other Jews, uh, but but like in, in a classroom, I, I, if, if my brother and I were in school together at that time, we were two of maybe a dozen Jewish kids in a in a school of six seven hundred. So she wanted to make sure these people knew what was what was going on. Never once, never once 
did 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 she say you should be bothered by this? This should upset you. As a matter of fact, school, you shouldn't be a part of this. I had a fifth grade teacher um, who I, I, I forget the song we were supposed to sing for the holiday thing, and I think it it, it, it was, it was uh, and it got out of Vita, pretty much. And I actually had asked the question: Are there any Hanukkah songs? Called my mother to say that I was ruining Christmas for the rest of the kids. That's wow. criminally insane. Don't get me That's wrong. That's discrimination. That's nuts. This was the uh, this was the uh, late seventies, early eighties. Everything was possible. I think it was late seventies. No, no, yeah, yeah, no, early eighties. Everything was everything was possible. Everything was okay then. You could say anything. But I wasn't. I was just asking a question. Ruining Christmas for everyone is saying you can't celebrate Christmas. But the, this is the trend, and it's a disturbing trend. And I was hoping that all this stuff was just happening on college campuses where, oh, my gosh. It is not. You're, you're, you're inviting a speaker who, who may trigger me, and I, I can't be anywhere near it. And my, not only can I not be anywhere near it, I'm going to bring 50 friends to try to shut the whole event down. Now we're going to elementary schools and telling kids that they can't even talk about Mother's Day. Things are just getting out of hand. It is. It is. You have to be able to accept the fact that things won't go your way. If you can't accept that, how are you supposed to get through life? How does it work? You have handled disappointment in your life, April D. Gregory. True or false? Yes. Do you 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 have a child? Are you going to teach them how to handle disappointment? Yes. Okay. Disappointment comes from you wanted an Xbox and you got underwear. <laughs> that's disappointment, and that's real disappointment. Right? Ralphie being disappointed. He didn't get the, the, the BB gun until dad pulled it out from behind the, the, the bureau there. Christmas story teaches us everything we need to know about well, life. As a, as a parent, you should, you always want your child to succeed, but at the same time, you, I don't want to say you look forward to a, a misstep or a failure, but you, you, you take those situations and you turn it into a positive and a, a teachable moment to toughen up your kids because once they get out of the house and they go to college and they you know get into the real world they're going to have to face disappointment and they're going to you want to hope that they handle it the right way so you need to teach them young and and being a lawnmower parent like you said is not the way to go there was a report two years ago three years ago that uh, recent college graduates were going to interviews and they were bringing their parents with them yes that's failure if your child, it's failure. If if your child says to you, "Hey, I've got an interview. I need you to come with me for moral support." You want me to drive with you? Sure. No, no, no. I need you to come in. You want me to come in? What do you mean you want me to come in? I want you to sit in the room and tell them how they should give me a job, and I need four weeks of vacation. If if that doesn't tell you you failed, that you that you flat out failed, I don't know what does. And I'm not even sure for that parent, how do you, how do you like salvage it? How do, if, if your kid needs that, how do you even go, like bring them back from the brink on that one? Because they've, they've, they're past the brink. They've already fallen. It's already gone. It's already over. So yeah, Mother's Day gets to stay. Mother's Day gets to stay. You don't rename anything. And kids who don't have a mom just have to accept the fact that there's Mother's Day. They have to accept it. And, and I will go a step further. I don't care if they're happy about it. I don't care if they're joyous about it. I don't care if they're crying. I don't. I, I can't. Because if their feelings mean I have to change my way of life, the answer is no. April D. Gregory is tell judging me, you right now. Tell me why I should change my, my, who I am for their feelings. Don't. I'm but not you, telling you that. Then what are you telling me? I, and into the mic, please. <laughs> Is this how you radio into the mic? <laughs> then tell me, April. No, I just, I think there's nothing wrong with what you're saying. I just think we can still remember that we are talking about human beings. I'm not mad at them. I didn't say you should gloat and be like, you don't have a mom. Nah, 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 nah. Like April like, did to me earlier. Right. Oh, yeah. Like, like, like I, I would never suggest going full April <laughs> on anything. Whatsoever. Let me give you a, 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 just a, a quick example of a, of a part two to this. Vox, V O X, a, a a website that leans tremendously left, and April D. Gregory posted this on 
the Eat Drink Smoke Facebook page, facebook.com slash Eat Drink Smoke. Ranking celebrity chef cookbooks by how many animals their recipes kill. Sorry. That sounds like a buying guy to me. Sucking, yeah. <laughs> Sucking the joy out of everything. And they've got, the, they start. Was well, it not this, a positive article? I, we take it as a positive article because okay. we're looking for, for big numbers here, right? The higher the number, you know, it's not a golf score. The higher the number, the better you did right here. Um, of all the celebrity chefs, by the way, who is uh, number one uh, for total deaths? Total deaths in, in their cookbook. Who's number one? Wasn't it Mario Batali or something? Well, I was asking you to guess, but you read the article because you posted it. It was Mario Batali. And uh, it's 620 deaths, and the leading species, glass eels. What is that? I don't know, but I'm not getting that cookbook. Um, Gordon Ramsay, 127, 71 anchovies. So the guy's making a Caesar dressing. So oh, this, this that's what counts? Rapidly turned into not being a buying guide. Nigella Lawson, um, uh, she's got 84 deaths, 25 of them chickens. Okay. Chicken, by the way, rules the roost. See what I did there? Oh. Um, and, and, and dominates. And I'm just sorry that there aren't more of the... Any, none of these have beef. Not a one. Chicken is like the least best meat. Yeah, but it allows you to do the most with it. Well, but could it be that because, you know, you, you kill one... When it comes to beef, you kill one animal and that's just a few hundred pounds of meat? Yeah. I mean, maybe that's what that's all about. So you can... It's one, it's one death versus Yeah, but, but, it, but I think it's by the recipe, right? So oh, okay. each recipe... Hmm. Do we have a scale? Did they weigh? Did they go back? No. <laughs> I don't think they, but, I mean, that's just it. Like, you should feel bad. The, hold on. Get to the who the last person was. The least amount of animal deaths. I'm guessing it's the April D. Gregory cookbook. All right. Um, that's kind of funny. Oh, the, oh, I found the cow. Tony Fiore. One cow. Totally vegetarian, easy, fast, comforting cooking for every kind of vegetarian. Well, how the hell does she have a cow in there? It's a vegetarian cookbook. How does she have a cow in the thing? Well, they just sacrifice the cow for the hell of it. Wait, who do you think is last? Think last is Paula Dean on the list. She uses the least amount of meat because it's all butter in her recipes. It's all butter. <laughs> She's using byproduct. So she doesn't mind if... You don't have to okay. die to make butter. Right. They're okay if you don't kill... You know, she doesn't. They don't care if you just, you know, abuse. You abuse the animal for for the butter. I thought they ran her out of the celebrity. She's cooking. back. Is she she she's back. She's I don't know made her amends or whatever it was from something she may or may not have said X number of of years ago. So, uh, we're 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 nuts. If Paula Dean can come back, so can Roseanne. Fingers crossed. By the way, Roseanne will come back. Roseanne, will, I mean, she's crazy, so maybe she'll do it to herself again. But Roseanne will come back, and I'm not going to condone the tweet. You compare people to monkeys, you're going to lose your career. But you take a look at what everybody else is doing and has done. Jussie Smollett has a career. Jussie Smollett. If Jussie Smollett can make it, so can Roseanne. You keep hope alive, April D. Gregory. That is April D. Gregory. Hope for all of Find us. her on Twitter. At April D. Gregory and the Smart Girl Politics Podcast is where you find her on Ricochet. Fingers Malloy Radio on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Fingers Malloy Radio. That's where you find him. Wham Talk 1600. Also, you can catch out his, check his radio show there. The Enough Already Podcast as well. The Snark Factor. All the things. Facebook.com slash Fingers Malloy Radio. Me, Tony Katz Radio. And uh, on Twitter, Tony Katz. Instagram, Tony Katz. It's K-A-T-Z. Also, is some people don't know. It's the Jewish way. Like, how else would you spell it? She can't go one episode. <laughs> I said ish. Uh, I guess you're supposed to get her points for not saying the Jew way, Tony. <laughs> By the way, the cigar is great. <laughs> the Timeless Supreme. It is, this is It is a great yeah. cigar. This is the flavor profile that I love. I love the Nicaraguan. You can just tell. The spice on this is non-existent, Right. It is the creams. It is uh, the 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 more earth, the leather. This is this is what I want. This is a cigar. It's like a cool overcast day here. This is this is it. Almost in a, in a, in a comfort food kind oh, of way. Yeah, it's a I, I wish it weren't a, for sure. I wish it weren't a box cut. That's yeah, that's box, all I wish. I just like to be box, able to hold. Ain't that, that something? No. It, it it changes the experience for yeah. you. Yeah. It's it, it. Listen. It's it's a special kind of it's thing. It's too much work to juggle. 
You think so? Yeah. No, I can appreciate that. To, to each their own. Um, don't worry. I'll smoke this and I'll box and press. I'll, and I'll smoke yours on, on the box press. I'll, I will do that. Horse Soldier Bourbon. Don't forget to get it. Fanimation. Fanimation.com. And Blend Bar Cigar. This place is the place. Pittsburgh, Nashville, Houston, and right here in Indianapolis, uh, Indiana. Blendbarcigar.com. That is home sweet home. And this is Eat, Drink, Smoke.